Thank you again for joining me in Studies in the Bible. My name is Brian Behrens. We left off in Genesis 3 through 11, those chapters, which deal with the curse of sin. We saw that there was a whole lot of sinning going on in those chapters. I also introduced the five key Old Testament passages that will help us understand what God was doing to bring about a solution to the problem of sin and the result of sin, separation from God. Let's begin in Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3, the second of the five key passages found in the Old Testament, the promise made to Abram. Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get out of your country and from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. During this time period, God communicated directly to man, it is often referred to as the patriarchal period, lasting down to Moses and the giving of the law at Mount Sinai. Who were the patriarchs? The patriarchs being Abraham, his son Isaac, and his son Jacob, whose twelve sons would become the twelve tribes and would comprise the nation of Israel. Some observations about Abraham. We might ask the question, why Abraham? Abraham showed a childlike faith and trust in obeying what God communicated to him. When you think about it, it was quite stupendous. This mountain of the unknown that Abraham was about to climb. Get out of your country and from your family and your father's house to a land that I will show you. Our Lord says much the same thing in Matthew 10, 37-39. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. This paradox of finding life by losing it, that is exactly what Abraham did. Let's notice the conclusion of verse 3 in Genesis 12. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is key. God will use Abraham to begin the solution or antidote to the curse of sin. What had resulted from man's sin, man had begun to die so that Men everywhere were under the curse of sin. Romans 3, verse 23 tells us in the New Testament, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, 
No matter your station in life, no matter who you are, all are guilty of sin and under the penalty of death. This promise to Abraham is going to provide a means for blessing all men, all families of the earth. In fact, all of the remainder of the Bible, from Genesis 12 forward, is the working out of man's redemption, beginning here with the promise to Abraham. The rest of the Bible deals with the descendants of Abraham, the Hebrews, who became the nation of Israel. And when the New Testament opens, they were called Jews. To look ahead 2,000 years, let's make some connections. We see the Apostle Peter in Acts 3, verses 24 through 26, preaching to the crowd, says in the fulfillment of the promise to Abraham, the antidote to the curse of sin. Peter says, yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, in you, your, in, in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquities. We might pause for a moment and think about two things that are impossible. Resurrection and prophecy. Coming back to an earlier podcast in which I talked about the unity of the Bible and highlighted prophecy as one of the proofs showing the Bible was the product of one mind. In relationship to this, look at Romans chapter 4, verse 13. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now drop down to verse 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. What we have here is some important details about God. What credentials only belong to God, to deity? Verse 17 tells us, who gives life to the dead, that's resurrection, and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, that's prophecy. Resurrection and prophecy are the credentials of God. Without a doubt, resurrection and prophecy are the signature of deity. Okay, getting back to what Peter said in Acts 3 about the promise, the Apostle Paul adds to this in Galatians 3.18. And the scripture foreseen that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. Paul further adds in that chapter in verse 29, and if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. 
Again, I want to thank you for your kind attention as we look at the providence of God in working out his marvelous redemptive plan to reunite man in fellowship with him. This and other podcasts can be found on Spotify under the title Studies in the Bible. If you have any comments or questions regarding our topic today, or are interested in receiving a correspondence course on how do you become a Christian, feel free to email me at brianbarons at protonmail.com. Again, I hope this, was, this has been helpful in your search for truth.